Hey, True Story listeners, check this out. Since we uploaded our first episode in February, we've gotten nearly half a million downloads. Half a million. We had no idea this project was going to get this kind of attention, so it's been really exciting for us. We're really glad people like the stories. Thanks a ton for listening. In the coming months, we're going to host more parties and post more stories, and we're also excited about the prospect of sharing other people's stories from around the country and even around the world. So if you're interested in hosting a true story party of your own, go to truestorytime.org slash join. For now, we're going to feature a couple of our personal favorites. Here's the story, A Suspicious Man in Wingtip Shoes, recorded at a true story party with the theme, Confrontation. It was the summer before sixth grade, and I had a lot of free time, and I had a friend named Simon Cohen. And I wasn't a very competitive kid, but Simon Cohen brought out the competitor in me because he was better at everything than I was and would always rub my face in it. Simon Cohen. Simon Cohen. Um, And so I lived in a very small town, and um, when people came over to my house, the thing we got to do, the way we expressed our freedom was we would walk downtown. And I was like, the thing... (laughs) And um, and so Simon Cohen came over for a play date, and uh, we decided we were going to walk downtown. And on the, on the walk, he turned to me and he said, "Today, I'm going to steal a Playboy, <laughs> and your job in the magazine shop is to talk to the cashier, and I'm going to go to the back of the shop, and I'm going to lift the magazine off the shelf." I'm going to stick it down my pants, and then I'll walk out, and then you follow me. Good plan. (laughs) So we enter this magazine store, and I put my arm on the counter, and I strike up a conversation with this old lady who runs the magazine store. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Simon Cohen go to the back of the store, reaches up and grabs a Playboy, he shoves it down his pants, and cool as a cucumber, he walks out the store. <laughs> and I say, have a nice day, and I follow him. And we run back to my house, and we tear open the plastic, and we take out this magazine, and it is the most amazing thing I have ever seen. <laughs> like, it even smells attractive. And so as he's leaving... He delivers a line like, I have a Playboy and you don't. So, (laughs) the next day, (laughs) I wake up and I reminisce about that amazing artifact I had seen the previous day. And I myself, I walk downtown and right into the same magazine store, except... I didn't have the person to occupy the cashier. (laughs) Nonetheless, I go to the back of the magazine store, and just as I had seen Simon Cohen do, I reach up, I grab a Playboy off the shelf, and I stick it down my pants, and then I freak out. (laughs) Because I realize I'm in the middle of stealing pornography and I'm not even in middle school 
And, um, and I run for the nearest exit. But the nearest exit wasn't the front door. It was the fire escape that leads into an alleyway that's blocked off. And so I burst out this door, and I've got nowhere to go. And I'm like a mouse caught in a small, confined space. And this woman, who now seems twice the size as before, walks out. She sticks out her finger and she says, drop it. And not only do I drop the magazine, I drop to the floor. <laughs> and I cry out. I say, please don't call my mom. <laughs> and what do you think she does? <laughs> so she calls, not my mom, she calls the chief of police. Now, I mentioned that I grew up in a small town. The chief of police is my next-door neighbor. <laughs> and so the chief of police comes down, and he calls my mom, and she comes down. And I'm a good kid, right? I've got a pretty stellar track record. And I'm confronted, right, with the question, you know, why did you do this? And I can't own up. I just can't do it. And so I come up with a story. <laughs> and my story is this. I went to the library, right? And I was at the back of the library where there's a little garden with some benches. And I'm confronted by a man. And I start describing the man. The man had wingtip shoes and he had a fedora hat and he had a trench coat and he had a green necktie with white ducks on it. And he came up to me and he said, kid, I will give you $20 if you go into this magazine store and you steal a Playboy and you bring it back to me. And I said, honestly, sir, my family doesn't have a lot of money. And I thought we could use the money for groceries. <laughs> now, a lot of people who grew up in the Northeast or New England will say they grew up in kind of a Norman Rockwell-type town. I grew up in Norman Rockwell's town. So that cutesy Main Street that we all think of as like the cutest Main Street in the country is my Main Street. And, and so the police officer and my mom and I go from shoppy to shoppy along my Main Street talking to shopkeepers asking if they had seen a suspicious man with wingtip shoes, a fedora hat, an overcoat, and a green tie with little white ducks on it. This is summertime with an overcoat. And um, all these shopkeepers knew me because I was this like good kid that would always walk downtown, hang out. 
and everyone was very concerned. But nobody had seen this man. Go figure. And uh, so we walk all the way down one street and all the way down the street where the magazine shop was on, and we're basically back to where we started, and no one has seen this man. But the police officer and my mom keep asking me to, like, recount parts of my story, and it's not holding together perfectly, <laughs> because I hadn't really thought this thing through. <laughs> and so I see sort of the firm ground that I was standing on start to slip away, and I need some other device to reel them back in. And so a red pickup truck starts driving by us. And I shout, That's him! <laughs> So the police officer drops his clipboard, and he's like an old police officer, <laughs> but he books it, runs faster than any old man you've ever seen run, and for a moment I see my life flash before my eyes, and there's two possibilities. One is he catches up with this man, and I stick with my story, and this man gets sent to prison. <laughs> Or two, he catches up with this guy, and the man says, I've never seen that kid before, and I'm busted. And right as this fast-running police officer reaches the corner where the pickup truck is turning, the truck speeds away into the distance, and I'm safe. <laughs> And so uh, we all head home, and I'm grounded, um, so I'm not allowed to go downtown by myself anymore for the rest of the summer. And a few days later, I'm on the phone with Simon Cohen, and he laughs at me, because he got away with stealing his Playboy, and I didn't. And so that was the end of my friendship with Simon Cohen. <laughs> You've been listening to True Story. Our theme music is from Daniel Steinbach's album, The Blade. To comment on this podcast, or to listen to any of our previous stories, you can find us in iTunes or at truestorytime.org. Everyone, I hardly know you. But when something comes and grabs a hold Take the hands that open up A life that's led is something gold I've been alone